0: Welcome back to Considerations from the Capital from the Deeper Dive Podcast. My name is Bill Winnell, as always, joined by Father Larry Swink. Good afternoon, Father. Hey, good afternoon, everyone. Today's Saturday after Ash Wednesday, and Father, will reflect on today's gospel from St. Luke. Jesus saw a tax collector named Levi sitting at the customs post. He said to him, follow me. And leaving everything behind, he got up and followed him. Then Levi gave a great banquet for him in his house, and a large crowd of tax collectors and others were at table with them. The Pharisees and the scribes complained to his disciples, saying, Why do you eat and drink with tax collectors and sinners? Jesus said to them in reply, Those who are healthy do not need a physician, but the sick do. I have come, to, I have not come to call the righteous to repentance, but sinners. Father. Okay, so uh, I was completely wrong. I thought we were going to be talking about almsgiving and prayer, but no, we're talking about being a sinner. And uh, But today's gospel you know, reminds us that, or maybe it uh, provokes a question. Are we comfortable sitting down in front of the Blessed Sacrament or in prayer uh, or even telling other people that we're a sinner? Uh, In essence, I mean, I think we all theologically agree with that statement, but sometimes we struggle with the fact that, yeah, I'm just like everyone else. I am a, a weak person and that I can commit Sins and if it wasn't for the grace of God, very horrible sins. I think even in the imitation of Christ by Thomas Akempis, he has a very um provoking or let's say provocative statement where he says, "You haven't really grown in humility until you're convinced yourself that you're you are c- capable of the most grievous of sins, <laughs> that you have it in you to be able to do the worst thing ever." And uh, sometimes, and you know when. I hear confessions. Obviously, I can't tell, see what I hear confessions, but a lot of times, if it's been a long time and they don't know the act of contrition, or let's say they go, but they just never memorized the act of contrition, one of the um, ways that you can uh, pray the act of contrition is, Lord Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me, a sinner. So I'll say, repeat after me. And then we'll go, Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus, son of David, son of David, have mercy on me, <laughs> have mercy on me, a sinner. And then there's like, Awkward science, a sinner, and it, it just—you should—it should just come off our tongue. Like, yeah, I'm a sinner. That's why I'm here. You ever throw the word "terrible" in there? I'm just, a, just as a joke. You, I am an awful sinner. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an egregious sinner. But <clears throat> my point is, is that the good news is that um, that the Lord is come to heal the sick. And if we don't acknowledge that, then we really, then Lent, all this makes no sense. Now, you know, maybe our days of like. Terrible sins are over, and there's been conversions, but we still have this tender for sin, and there's the Lord is calling us to a deeper conversion uh, in in Lent, and we have to pray about this, and we have to you know follow Christ, and we have to go to confession frequently, and we have to examine our consciences daily. But I want to kind of uh, sort of segue into a, an interesting story that really struck me. I I think I've shared it in a podcast in the past, but I think it it um, could use repeating. Um, Cardinal Lustiger, I uh, I don't know if I butchered his name. He's from France. He's um, from a, a Jewish background. He he taught he told a story to a bunch of young people and it was about conversion about, you know, being forgiven as a sinner and the need for confession and God's mercy. I would say would probably the context of the of the talk and he talked about some um, about a a group of young men that he had heard that he knew or that he just uh, didn't really go into who they were, but they were, this was years ago. um, And they had spent the night gallivanting around town uh, in their, in France, which was probably a lot of fun. And um, you know, I think by the morning they were still maybe halfway drunk and they were walking past the church and they realized that there was commissions and most people in France are Catholic nominally. Uh, most people in France don't go to church. So this is even, you know, this is years ago when people probably still go to church, but still uh, quite a few didn't. And I think we can thank the Enlightenment for that. And also, you know, um, Napoleon and other such figures that, you know, kind of tried to destroy Catholicism. They didn't destroy Catholicism, but they did destroy a lot of people's faith. And it went on for years. That's another podcast. But um so they were kind of joking about confession and they turned to the one guy who wasn't wasn't baptized and they said, Hey, why don't you go into confession and just tell the priest some terrible things? And he goes, What do you mean? And they explained confession. He goes, That's kind of funny. He goes, Yeah, sure, I'll do it. And they were gonna, I get I think there was some kind of bet. There was probably some I don't know if there was a cash prize or some kind of maybe we'll buy you breakfast at Denny's or whatever. And uh, so he went in there and he sat behind the, the screen, a traditional confessional, and he began to confess, um, you know, he had hurt, been been sort of uh, prepped by the other guys about what to say. He said, bless me, Father, I've ever And he said, it's been, you know, five weeks and these are my sins. And he just started ripping off um, just really awful sins, uh, one after another, trying to get a rise out of the priest. The priest said absolutely nothing, never stopped him. And at the end of the confession, the old, you know, sort of stoic priest said, okay, are you finished? He said, good. All right, wonderful. He said, okay, for your penance. And the guy's like, oh, what's he going to tell me? He says, and he started to get uncomfortable. He realized he didn't rattle the priest. He said, um, yeah, I'd like you to go into the front of the church and kneel down in the on the marble step. And I want you to look up at that crucifix where Jesus is dead, hanging there. And I want you to say... Um, you know, in a pretty powerful voice, the following words. And I want you to say it three times. Jesus Christ, I do, don't give a damn that you died for me. <laughs> okay. And uh, he said, now say your act of contrition. There must have been an act of contrition written somewhere. He said it, and he went forth, and he did what the priest said, and he knelt down. And probably for the first time in his life, he looked up at, at a crucifix and actually looked at it. And he said the following words, Jesus Christ, Son of God, I don't give a damn that you died for me. And then he said it again, but this time it was a little harder. He said, Jesus Christ, Son of God, I don't give a damn that you died for me. And the third time, he just got to about Jesus, and he just fell over and started crying. He got some kind of grace. And (laughs) the old priest came up behind him, and he said, Okay, son, would you like to make a real confession? And he's like, I'm sorry, Father, I'm not Catholic, and it was a joke, and I apologize. I'm not baptized. And the priest sort of smiled and says, we can take care of that. And uh, he was entered into what we would now call RCA. Back then it was just instruction in the faith. And he was baptized that Easter. And then Cardinal Lustinger you know, basically said, I know that man, that young man, that young man was me. <laughs> a Jewish, non-practicing Jewish young man who became a Catholic because he realized that he was sick, that he was a sinner. And truly, uh, people that know Lustinger would say he's a very holy man. Um, you know, he just, I mean, for that time, the church, when there was a lot of confusion in France, he was one of the strong ones. And um, and I think it was because we're, he was given much. He was given a lot of graces. He was given a second chance, a third chance, a fourth chance. But like Levi, he decided to leave... This life as a tax collector. And in the Bible at the time of Christ, that was a euphemism. When you called someone a tax collector, it meant you were a sinner. I mean, it would be like me calling Bill a gangster. You know, that would not be necessarily a compliment. It would be like, yeah, you just kind of live your own life and you don't care about people, you care about self. And so that's how they took it. And Levi left the custom post and he followed Christ. And the Pharisees, their problem was they were too proud to admit or even say out loud that I, like this man, Levi, am also a sinner in need of grace. And that's what our Lord railed on them over and over and over again. You brood of vipers. You whitewashed tombs you know like he saw like he saw what we can't see he saw their soul and he was like here let me break it to you you are not perfect and you're sick too right wouldn't it be amazing i mean just think about this for a moment if you could go to a doctor they put you in a chamber and they could tell you a hundred percent what your problem is okay here's your here's your um you know the results of your scan uh these bones are out of line. This nerve is being pinched right here. This, this bacteria is in your gut, and here's the solution. I got news for you. That doesn't exist right now in 2024. But in the church, there is that solution, and there is that sort of scan that we can make, and the Lord can help us to identify these problems, and there is definitively a cure, which is the mercy of Christ. So thank God we're Catholic. Thank God God for confession. And it's okay to call yourself a sinner.